0: Thank you to Audible for supporting this episode of Rogan Reasoned. Guys, I have a commitment issue with books. I buy them, I have great intentions of reading them, and yet all I have is a giant stack of unread books. But I found a solution that works really well for me, Audible. If I can't multitask it, I can't do it right now. So Audible allows me to listen to audiobooks while I'm doing another task. laundry making dinner, or working out. It doesn't stop there, though. They have a wide collection of podcasts, comedy, wellness programs, and more in their app. Discover thousands of titles and get your free 30-day Audible trial by visiting www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned. That's www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned for your free 30-day Audible trial. Hey friend, welcome back to Rogue and Reasoned. I'm your host, Laura Swan Siegman, and today I'm going to debate with you a little. Maybe. We'll see. Don't worry. We aren't digging into politics, religion, or the complaint of the day on Facebook, but I do think that some of you might challenge me or disagree with me on what I have to lay down in our chat. And you know what? That's cool. I'm here to be honest, straightforward, blunt, and real with you, and I wouldn't expect any different of you in return. You're my kind of people. We say what we got to say, and we push the envelope a little bit, right? Or maybe you will think I hit the nail on the head, that someone took the words right out of your mouth, literally, and there's a pun there based on what we're going to talk about today. However, it's unfortunately not the right time for a punchline that I'm just saying what you have thought before, and you're like, yes, girl, yes. There are a ton of things we overuse, right? The duck lips and photos, slang phrases from social media like all the things, and dumb acronyms like I-Y-K-Y-K, which stands for if you know, you know, for those that aren't hip. That same damn movie plot. I swear they don't make movies like they used to and a ton of other fucking things. But we overuse the same core emotions, or rather phrases and statements tied to certain emotions too, to the point where they almost don't mean what they are intended to mean. We've watered them down and grayed them out so much that you might not even feel them. So I think if we hold back on them more, if we don't say them as much, it might make our lives a whole lot more meaningful and true. I bet you're dying to know what I'm referencing, right? That's the thing about intros. They're there to be a little hook and preview, but they don't always give you the actual dirt on what the episode is about. But I won't leave you hanging. Let's get to the first one. This is a biggie, and you might be confused, but I think we should say, I love you less. Yep. I think we should hold back on saying those three little words I love you. Because I think they mean shit these days in a lot of situations. To me, saying I love you means a lot. But it appears that other people use it so loosely. And I don't mean just saying I love you in relationships to the one or your significant other. I mean this for any type of family member or friend or whoever you say it to. There are many layers to love. And if I'm telling you that I love you, it's because I would do some deep shit for you that your pain is my pain, that I would drop what I was doing to be with you in a bad moment, and that I've totally got your back. And it might mean something totally different for you. You might feel it in a different way. So think about your true definition of love for a second, and then think about who you've been saying it to. Does it line up? I roll my eyes when I encounter a group of teenage girls at Starbucks, for example. Not just on the mere fact that they shouldn't be downing coffee at this stage in life. but Because they're all like, oh my god, love you, as they part ways. And sure, I'm not expecting them to know the deeper meaning of love at this point in life. But this is just where the habit begins. Have you ever gotten off the phone with someone and awkwardly said, I love you, at the end? I remember doing that once in like the eighth grade, you know, back when we had landlines and had to get the extra long phone cords so you could pace around your bedroom freely. I said it because it was just routine for me talking to other people like my parents. And of course, I loved my parents. But the point is that I was just saying it as a get off the phone spiel and not intentionally. Fast forward a few years and you have those same Starbucks girls at 24 drunkenly saying it in the bathroom at the bar. It's just a thing to say. And then even a few years after that, writing in your wedding cards. Love you guys. Cheers to a happy life. Do you really love them? Or are you going to drink your face off, talk shit about their wedding colors the next day, and probably not talk to them in three years where you can later cue the, oh my God, it's been so long. Why don't we talk anymore? Comments. Family. Maybe an unpopular opinion here, but I don't love all of my family members. I like most of them, but again, love for me is big. It's earned, it's balanced, it's a safe place, it's a true connection. It's not handed out like Twix bars on Halloween. Love for me doesn't just happen because of your proximity to me, and it's definitely not owed. Even in romantic relationships, I think overusing it dulls the feeling. I can tell when someone says it just to say it. And I can tell when someone really looks at me and feels it when they say it. And the latter is a much better feeling. Now, I'm definitely on the life is short train and want to be clear that it should be said. You should tell the people that you truly love that you love them because we never know when our time will come. It can be a meaningful and supportive sentiment to share with someone in a tough situation, reminding them that you have each other that your life would be different without them. But I'm so over the everyday, zero-intention use of it. The frequency and casualness of its use has stripped the phrase, I love you, of its power, of its ability to wrap you in warmth, support, and happiness. It's expected. It's commonplace. And if you don't say it, that's more noticed than actually saying it. Isn't that kind of backwards? Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Verb Energy. In need of a little morning boost or afternoon pick-me-up, Verb Energy's bite-sized bars pack as much caffeine as a shot of espresso, just without the coffee jitters. Actually, they are made with organic green tea and come in flavors like maple blueberry, coconut chai, salted peanut butter, and vanilla latte. And at just 90 calories, we can all continue to try and be our best selves in 2021. Are you in? Snag your 16-bar starter pack and get over 50% off using my exclusive link in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at Burb Energy and show off your favorite flavor in your stories and posts. Something else I believe is overused. Is the phrase, I'm sorry. My husband, if he listened to these podcasts in detail, would have a field day with this one because he thinks I need to use it more. And there may be some truth nuggets in there at times, I'll admit. And I'm sure every therapist listening to this episode is currently dialing my number because there's probably some detailed communication strategy at question here if the words I'm and sorry are off the table for relationship negotiations. But hear me out. Are you actually sorry, or is it just a band-aid? Is it just a filler phrase? This is another habitual thing I hear everywhere. You have to scoot past someone at a restaurant or a bar or some other condensed area, and you say, I'm sorry, I, I just need to get past you. What are you sorry for? That you're entitled to walk to another location if you need to? Are you sorry that they are taking up the whole damn walking space? Is it your fault the restaurant stuffs so many chairs and tables together that it's impossible to get to the bathroom without interrupting someone else's meal? Why can't we just say, excuse me, I need to move through here quickly if you wouldn't mind adjusting your position. Thanks. I mean, I wouldn't say that word for word either. I'd probably just say, excuse me. But isn't that the meaning behind it? I mean, for us Midwesterners, you for sure know the, oop, sorry, that just comes out of our mouths whenever we move past someone. Or when you're sharing an opinion that you know will ruffle feathers or be disagreed with, and you start your sense with, I'm sorry, but, and I'm totally calling myself out on this one because that comes out of my mouth sometimes, and I am perpetuating the overuse of the phrase, with this habit. It's in thinking about this podcast episode and talking about it now that I'm like, oh shit, I need to rein that one in. I'm positive I've used it not only in real life, but on this podcast before. So I'm going to work on that. But are you really sorry for what you're about to say? Because if you were, you'd stop yourself there and not say it. It's just a band-aid way of saying this is probably going to offend you or bother you, but it is what it is. You're not sorry for shit. When you're truly sorry, it means that you feel regret, sadness, or disappointment about your role in a situation. We say it when we don't mean it, to appease people and gloss over things. We'd be much better off in our communication and in our relationship with others if we actually meant it when we said it. When we can look someone in the eye, and name our position in the situation, and truly feel badly for how it went and what we did. Because of how often I'm sorry is used in the casual way in which it is said, I much prefer the term I apologize, actually. Maybe I'm splitting hairs, but someone acknowledging they owe me an apology now holds different weight than a quick, oops, of I'm sorry. And when you're on the receiving end of this, I'd also pose the question, does everything really need an apology even, and I'm sorry? Or is what you really need understanding and acknowledgement? Just like the phrase, I love you, its absence is noted more than its presence. So again, it should be said, you need to be able to focus inward and cop to your role and contribution to a messed up situation there are definitely opportunities for us to get off our high fucking horse and clean up the shit on the ground. We'll need to say it more frequently at times based on how we are deciding to act at a certain stage of life, while we'll say it less when we are more level and conscious of our actions and words. But saying it to end a fight or to deflect from the strong statement you're about to make doesn't do anything in the long run. I feel it conditions us in the complete wrong way. Nowadays, we are expected to apologize for everything. Everything is offensive. Everything needs a big I'm sorry tour. You have to lay down on a spike to end the madness, regardless of how petty something is. We've become weak and soft, if you ask me. And we need to understand each other more, not say I'm sorry and continue on with what we're doing anyways. I mean, those are two big ones, right? I love you and I'm sorry. Those are the things we are taught to say should be able to say, but have become sloppy with. And where there's smoke, there's fire. We overuse a bunch of other statements too. One's tied to important emotions like, I'm fine. Are you really? Or do you just not want to talk about it? I'm sure we've all had a situation where someone or a whole group of people have noticed we are off and ask if we are okay. We reply with I'm fine because we don't want to get into it. Or perhaps we know that the question asker is just being nosy, but you're not. You're not okay. So own it. It's important and it's very much tied to mental health and people sweeping things under the rug. You don't have to share the details, but you can be straightforward and claim what you are. As a response, how about, you know, I've been better and I don't want to explain the details right now, but I appreciate that you noticed I wasn't totally being myself or something of the sort don't have to be fine all the time and we say it's okay to so much when it's not okay someone cancels on you last minute with a bullshit excuse and you're like oh it's okay we'll plan something for some other time no there's nothing wrong with saying i'm disappointed you canceled on me last minute and don't really feel that was respectful of my time so whether you get the classic i'm sorry or not the point is that they should acknowledge you at the least You don't need to make people feel comfortable all of the time with dumb, passive statements that we've just gotten into the rhythm of using. Say what you mean and mean what you say, right? Overuse of anything can be a bad thing, and these sentiments can be no different. And I'm curious, do you want to debate me now? Do you think this is completely out of line? I had anticipated I'd raise a few eyebrows because we always hear that things like I love you and I'm sorry can never be used enough. But I think they can be used too much. And if you're picking up what I'm putting down, what other phrases or terms tied to real things like emotions, not just catchy random slang phrases that die after a few years, do you think are overused by us today that we've taken for granted, become too comfortable with, or don't even hold any meaning anymore. Share them with me. It's not only a conversation point, but you could give me a check on my speech or behavior in the process. And there's nothing wrong with checking each other here and there sometimes, right? And we can do that in this community. We shoot it straight. So message me, tag me, drop some knowledge on me on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast or at Laura Swan Siegman. And we will chat soon on the next episode of Rogue and Reason. Have a great fucking week. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogue and Reason podcast, visit www.lauraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.